What's up and welcome back. It is episode number 41 of the Quinnipiac Athletics Podcast. I'm Dan Ball. And I'm Matt McCullough. And we are dropping this episode a day early here for episode number 41. The men's soccer team is playing in the MAC semifinals today, this afternoon, against Iona at home at the Quinnipiac Soccer Stadium. So we are doing a special men's soccer playoff preview episode of the podcast. We talked to their starting goalkeeper, Jared Mazzola, a couple days ago as they were getting ready for this game. And Matt, a lot of pressure on this men's soccer team, but they've been there before in this Mac playoffs the last few years. They have been there before, and they're super excited to be back here. They, uh, they're they locked in, and you can tell in that interview with Jared that we did that he's locked in as well. And he, he believes in this group of boys to get over that hump and to get that championship. Jared played one season at VCU before coming to Quinnipiac. He didn't play a ton, but he learned a lot from that experience. So we talked to him a lot about that, his playing career before when he was playing all around the U.S. and in Europe. A very interesting story for Jared Mazzola. So here's our conversation with him. Any, anything else we should know about you? Any hidden talents that we can display on the camera? Oh, I got, I got, I got a lot. Um, I can clap with one hand. What? Oh my god, dude. <laughs> That's the best one. <laughs> alright, alright. <laughs> We're gonna need I'm gonna need that as a gift for the team. <laughs> round of applause. Round, round of applause for Jared for yeah. a big save. <laughs> no, we'll do the gift. It'll be like, how excited are you for the semis? Clap <laughs> 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 it with one hand. <laughs> All right, uh, and that's where that's where we're going to start this. The audio, I'm sure, on that was terrible, but uh, we're back. Uh, it's episode number 41, I believe, of the Quinnipiac Athletics Podcast. Uh, joined by the junior goalkeeper here on this men's soccer team, we're previewing uh, men's soccer as they're now into the MAC playoffs. Jared Mazzola is here. Jared, what's going on? Uh, not much. Living the dream? Yeah, just living the dream. There you go. I've been telling people recently I'm living someone's dream if, I, if I'm not having like the best day, but... <laughs> Either yeah, way. I've heard that before. You've heard that yeah, before? Yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, I was kind of hoping I made it up, but either way. Uh, so and thank we, you so much for joining us And today. we wanted to do this outside, but it started snowing. Yeah. And it's early November, so we're in the in the locker room right now, which... Yeah. It's a very, uh, yeah, it's a very, like, northeast, uh, very Connecticut day yes. today. But uh, Jared from, from New York uh, came here after playing a year at VCU, which we will talk about more. But, you know, I kind of want to just get started with, with what you've been seeing recently. Now you guys are you guys are getting ready, practicing for a game against the number three seed, Iona, in the semifinals of the MAC tournament. So, you know, what have you seen from your group so far this week getting ready for the game? Um, Definitely a lot of, uh, like, passion. I think, I think Iona is a big matchup for us because of our history with them. Uh, last year we lost one nothing off a penalty. And uh, this year we didn't get the result we wanted, so we're really excited to have like that second chance like that we thought we weren't going to be able to have. So this is just amazing. I wouldn't want it any other way. Well, yeah, what did you see from, from Iona in the first game you guys played against each other? Um, we definitely had a lot of key players that were marked on Iona, and a lot of it kind of fell through as the game goes on. As many people know, like you have a plan until you get punched in the face. So it changes as the game starts. Right. Yeah. And you you think your team adapted well to that as the game was going on? I do. I think notoriously we're we're somewhat slow to start off games. And in the last game against Ryder, uh, our last regular season game, we started off slow. 
But against Iona, it kind of – it was really back and forth. Okay. Yeah. And would you say Coach DaCosta also helps with the adapting in-game and even in halftime? Yeah, 100%. I think some of Coach DaCosta's, DaCosta's biggest attributes are motivating us and keeping us in check and when we need to press. Like, I think that's – that he plays a huge role in that. Yeah. So, so let's talk a little bit about your your early soccer career. So, I mean, first of all, when did you when did you start kicking the ball around when you were younger? Oof. Um, I I just don't remember ever not being play, playing soccer. My my father wanted me to play baseball. Okay. Yeah, but I don't like baseball. Nah. I'm scared of getting hit by the pitch. Really? Yeah. Wait a minute. You're <laughs> scared of getting hit by the pitch, but you're okay with men shooting thirty mile an hour soccer balls at you? Yeah, I'm supposed to catch it though. So, so now have you always been a goalkeeper? Um, I, when I was younger, no one wanted to play goalkeeper. Like, no, I don't know if it's changed, but when I was a kid, no one, everyone wanted to score the goals. It's fair. But um, when I was a kid, I wanted to score them and I wanted to save them. I think I got more pleasure out of just stuffing someone than actually scoring a goal. Okay. Yeah, I can understand yeah. that. Uh, so, so tell us a little bit about your your history. Now, I know it uh, mentioned uh, during our fantastic prep from from Nick Solar <laughs> that you played with uh, with Everton FC Westchester 2008 to 2016. So that's a that's a long time playing with that program. But you know, tell us about some of your your favorite memories playing and, and growing up playing travel ball. Um, some of my favorite memories. Jeez. Uh, because um, I know you, you mentioned that you that you played uh you played a good amount of soccer overseas. So yeah. What, yeah. what was that experience like? Um, it's de- it's definitely different. You know, um, both of my brothers uh, as well as me have um, played in multiple different countries, and um, it's just it, it's it's so much fun because it's a game you love, but you know that it's so big there as it's not as big here. So you go there and just like everything, it's just like. It's just a dream. Like you can't like picture it any other way. Just it's just a professional environment from when you're young, and going up. It's just great. So did you played in Italy? But were there any any other countries that you also played in? Because it, it is a culture thing in Europe. Yeah. Where, yeah. Um. I when I was younger, I played in in Amsterdam as well. Italy, Ireland. Um. Oh shoot. <laughs> There's definitely another one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They they, they kind of all mix together at a certain point when when you've been playing back in the states for a while. Yeah. But um, yeah, th- what what was the the soccer culture like in some of these other countries, and what were some of the differences you saw from the U.S. Um, at a young age, um, it's taken a lot more seriously. So the academy is more serious. Um, just that's your goal, you know. Like if you're not a soccer player, then it's some it's a complete. 180 you know so for for young kids it's soccer and nothing so when you like when you're here you have many options you have college you have what else what else do you have you have college like college has everything in it right. you know you can do anything you want you can go the workforce you can go the military there's other there's other routes exactly so for for a lot of like the kids i know in italy they, it was just soccer like if it's not soccer it's nothing it's i'm a mailman and i remember <laughs> i remember i remember hearing when you hear about the the soccer culture, it is there's just as much. It's not all organized too. Like even in your spare time, you're playing on the streets. Like you're just yeah. you're just kicking the ball around, and it's that it's that extra time that you spend where you get like the 
like the crazy moves that if you're just playing with one team, you may not be able to do in a game or, or things like that. But um, so now, you know, continuing playing with uh, with Everton and then eventually uh, the college process starts to come in. So you so played one year at uh, Virginia Commonwealth. So, you know, what was that first process like starting to look at schools and then and then what sold you on VCU originally? Um, for me, like a lot of the other people I know, a lot of my friends growing up, it was kind of just uh, we we were getting interest by schools. So VCU had approached me, and I I had known about the school. The one college basketball game until I got to college was VCU versus St. Louis. Okay, okay, at yep. Barclays Center. <laughs> yep. So I kind of knew something about it, and it's a great school. Credit to VCU. It's very diverse. Thirty-two thousand kids. Like it's just it's. It's That's no joke. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's a big school. It's great. It's in Richmond, so I I love the city. Um, yeah, it was just it was just seemed like the right move for me. The cool logo too, right? The the Rams. Yeah, the Rams. Yep. Yep. Uh, Bobcats better. Come on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's, <laughs> That's true. Right. That's true. Yeah. I like the colors better here too. Yeah. Yeah. You can't go wrong with little little navy and gold or uh, navy and gold. I guess you would. Yeah, but it. even on the soccer kits now, they sprinkle in the plaid. Yeah. And the plaid looks <laughs> sick. Yeah. Who did win that game? I was so confused because I I thought it was, I thought it was four quarters, but in college it's two halves. Two halves. Oh yeah. <laughs> so I'm yeah. calling my mom I'm at the Barclays Center. She's like, "When are you gonna be home?" I'm like, "I don't know. It's the second quarter right now. <laughs> <laughs> it's like eleven yeah. o'clock at night." <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, they're playing like fifteen minute quarters That's or whatever, or like twenty minute quarters. Yeah, what is this on? madness? Yeah. yeah. So uh, you know, so what was that first year like for for VCU? I know that there there wasn't any any game action, but what was that one year like, just being able to train and be a part of that program? Um, I credit a lot of success that I've had here to being at VCU because it made me realize what it's like to not play. It made me realize what it's like to train every day, like your hardest, and still not get an opportunity. And when I came here and spoke to the Costa, he said. If you give me your all, you like you get on the field. So, that's that's it. Yeah. So you finally do win the starting job, and I want to kind of rewind the clock back to that penalty kick shootout yeah. <laughs> from last from last year. You win the starting job, and it's it's time. It's playoff time. It is penalty kicks. What's going through your head? Like like I've trained for this moment, or is or is it? I have no idea what's about to happen. Um, well, it's always like a crapshoot, you know. Um. I'm prepared. I train. We train every day. I train my hardest every day. I give it my all. So if it's in God's plan, it's in my plan. And I feel like there was just like, w as soon as it was a penalty, uh, I just knew we weren't going to lose. I just had like a feeling, you know, I just knew it. When I woke up, I, I, I had a feeling there was a penalty in the, in the second overtime. And I, like I, when I woke up, I said, if there's a penalty, I'm driving left. Okay. So I dove left, and the kid just hit it right through me. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. All right. That's a little, wow, a little, uh, little, I guess, uh, a little ESP to kind of kind of know that's coming beforehand. But. So was that your over-the-hump moment? Did you feel like that this is this is my job now? This is my starting job? I can't lose? When I when I got here, I, I knew I was never not going to play. Okay. So when I came in, I had the mentality of I'm, I'm starting, even though it's a bit naive because I, I was new to the program and Chris is a great goalkeeper not taking anything away from Chris but just me being who I was and in the mental state I was in it was just I was just playing right so uh, I want to rewind a little bit a little bit further to the point you're at the end of one year with VCU and the decision is made 
okay, I'm going to look look to continue my career elsewhere. What sold you on this Quinnipiac program that made you want to come to Hamden? Well, Qu- Quinnipiac for me is a little bit different. I know like a bunch of people that go here, being so close to like where I live. Um, one of my my older brother's best friends come here, and they're like, he's like one of my best friends as well. So he said great things. The soccer program is what I wanted. What I saw out of the coaches is what I wanted for myself. And Matt Jones was a huge part because, as you know, Leon Othan was the goalkeeper coach before, and he said great things about Matt. And for me, that's 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 the biggest thing, you know, someone I can confide in. Someone Matt Matt does everything for me. Yeah. Like if I have a problem, he's taking care of it. He does literally everything for me, on and off the field, and like just the coaching staff is why I came here. Well, one of the quotes that I, I read from you about this program was using the term uh, togetherness yeah. uh, to, to yeah. describe the Quinnipiac soccer program. So uh, tell us tell us your experience and, and have you seen that same togetherness since since you got here? Yeah, definitely. You know, um, no matter what it is, uh, eating, playing, walking, like we're always together. Like. Oh, speaking of Coach Coach Jones, <laughs> <laughs> and there he goes. He got out of here nice and quick. <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing. Uh, a camera and a microphone drives more people yeah, away than you would think. That's fair. <laughs> Definitely not uh, Tyrese though. He was he was oh, all Tyrese for it. was ready to yeah. roll. Yeah, we had a uh, basketball man. last week, and a gentleman came in the area that we were doing the interview and he was like good afternoon everybody <laughs> <laughs> that's great so yeah so so you were talking about you know both on and off the field you you see this togetherness concept yeah, yeah. The, like whatever we do we're doing it like we're always together you yeah know? when i first stepped on campus i saw um the team was sitting together but i didn't know any of them so i was but they were all together and i don't know it just felt like somewhere i wanted to be you know it just just homie, yeah. See, it's it's easy to jump in, even if you're well, not easy, but it's better to jump in as a as a newbie when you see okay, everybody's already together, so I just got to jump in with the group and yeah. and I'll be taken in. So, uh, last season, uh, like Matt mentioned, win the starting job and then get all the way to the MAC finals, uh, unfortunately dropping the game to Ryder. So that's a that's it's it's a tough experience at the time, but you know what what are are you and the team going to be able to draw off of that experience in the playoffs? going into the playoffs this year um a lot a lot of big game situations call for you to be a big player so I think a lot of the times we're, we're faced with like opinions as to how we actually play like I see like without pressure situations the stuff that goes on in training is unbelievable but when you add pressure it kind of like cripples you a little bit because you want you want to do well for the team and you want to be that guy but it shouldn't change. And that's what we saw last year with Ryder. We missed a couple chances. It just we just got to get after it, you know. We just got to do everything that we practice day in and day out and not change it just because it's a big game. Well, if you have any dreams about this year's playoffs, let us know so that we can be ready for it ahead of time. <laughs> I'll tell you before the game. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yes. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll make sure we put that as part yeah. of uh the pregame interview before we get started, but <laughs> Uh, uh, I know that you gotta you gotta run off to class. So uh, before we end, we ask three questions to every one of our guests. These are the, the I actually real have thinkers. one more before this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Please. Number yeah. twelve. Is there a story behind it? 
Oh, huge story. Okay. Oh, all right. See, I, I thought I'd it? ask. Yeah, what's the number 12, the reason why you have it? Um, I actually walked into this locker room, and that was my number. That's it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I, was, I would uh, never. Wow, you sold that. Yeah. Oh sold that God. so well. I was ready. I was ready. I was ready for like a, well, my grandfather had it. When he, <laughs> <laughs> I would never pick number 12. Who wears number 12? That's <laughs> why I asked. No, but now now I it's grown on me. Yeah. I really like it. I like how it looks, too. Yeah, aesthetically pleasing. Yeah. It's not bad. Uh, I gotta say, I I was a big I, I played hockey growing up, and I was a big number twelve guy. But I was also I was also a defender. I, I you don't I feel like you don't see twelve for a keeper all that often. No, which is weird because one the, you see one a lot, yeah. zero. Giuliano, the goalkeeper on Iona, he wears twelve too. Does he really? Nice. Okay, actually, you meant you mentioned you have a uh, you have a connection to yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, to the goalkeeper. You want to tell us a little about that? Just to kind of set the rivalry, uh, yeah. Yeah. and if you're if you're watching this, uh, then now you can you can see the passion when we're talking about that. Yeah, him and I have uh, grown up playing together. Like I can't remember a time where I wasn't playing against him or playing with him. He's a great competitor, great someone. Uh, having someone like him to push myself, and I've noticed that my whole life we've kind of always wanted just to get each other at the next level. And I still see it. Yeah, and naturally you both end up in the Mac. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. It is kind of crazy how things come full circle like yeah. that. But mm-hmm. uh, full name, just so everybody knows. Jared William Mazzola. Or no, the, the the full name of the of of your your guy on Iona, just so we well, know that's who we're. Who we're um, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, Giuliano Santucci. Okay. Giuliano. Okay. He's coming for you. Yeah. Um, yep. Anyways, uh, I think I think now we can we can ask the questions. Three questions. These are the thinkers, the personal ones, because uh, we know you can talk soccer all the time. Uh, but the first one, uh, we know you're a well traveled man. If you could live anywhere in the world that is not Hamden, Connecticut, where would it be and why? Italy. That was very fast. Yeah. Well, my family has a bunch of roots in Italy. We we go almost twice a year. My brother has lived in Italy. I've gone to Italy multiple times is kind of like our favorite place to go um and the food is that much better yeah it's all that's what real, i heard yeah. yeah my girlfriend is from italy as well so um i was there all summer this the past summer so it's just that's where i want to be nice bunch of roots nothing better than that yeah. uh second one uh, if you could have dinner with anyone either alive or deceased can be anybody who would it be malcolm x malcolm, malcolm x. x okay why wow. would that be um, we've never had a Malcolm X. No. First Malcolm X. On First the show. Malcolm X. Um, someone like Malcolm X. Eh, God, we're like where to begin? Honestly, like, it's it's not it's it's not the fact that it was a it was a movement. It was it was the fact that he went against the grain and did what he believed in. He inspired people to be who they wanted to be. And changed mentalities and changed the way we look at things and we still read all the things he's written and said and it's just he just he he changed the he changed the world. Like one man who was not supposed to do anything with his life changed the world. Yeah. And imagine what one conversation would be at dinner with him, you know? He was a trailblazer for sure. Yeah. In, in, in a time where many people thought they didn't have a voice, he, he stood up and had one. Exactly. I mean, of course there's uh, plenty of my soccer idols that I yeah. love. Yeah, that, yeah. But him above everyone else, 
There's just a, that's just a a next level conversation that you're having. Yeah, yeah. you're having with him. 100%. Uh, and the third one, uh, you are on death row for this hypothetical. Uh, what is your <laughs> final meal, your dinner, your drink, and your dessert? I have been asked this question way too many times. Really? Okay. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Thought we were original. Yeah, we're not original. Death row. <laughs> death mm. row. Death row meal. You said main course. Dinner, drink, dessert. Yeah, dinner, so drink, main course. Dinner, yeah, drink, can be something specific. It can be like something you had from one specific restaurant. Right. Can be something your somebody makes at home. Something from the calf. Okay. There's. I know chicken's been big lately. There's this um native like. <laughs> oh, <God. Wiki>. <laughs> <laughs> so there's this there's this dish from where my girlfriend's from in Italy. It's okay. Called, it's called culagione. Oh. And it's basically, like um. I guess you could call them ravioli, but okay. like not really. Okay. It's like made with a Sardinian cheese. Ooh, okay. It's literally, oh, oh my God. I would eat it every single day. Is there a sauce or is yeah, it? Yeah, you can put like bread sauce. Okay, it, yeah. Or whatever you like. I would eat it plain. I would eat it dry. I okay. would eat it anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So is it, is it just cheese in there? Is there anything else? Like it's any kind of cheese meat? and potato. Yeah, Ooh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. Delicious. It almost it almost sounds like a like the Italian version of a pierogi. Yeah, it does. Oh, uh, yeah. I love pierogies too. Oh my god! Yeah, yeah. yeah. Shout out to all my Polish people. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> all right, so there's your so there's your dinner, your main course. You got a drink and a dessert. Drink and dessert. Are you 21? I will be for this. You can't. No, no, <laughs> no we can't. We can't. Let that. Honestly, I'm a big water guy. Or okay. Where is it? San Pellegrino. Like San Pellegr- oh, okay. All right. I like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Big, big sparkling. sparkling Believe it or not, you're not the guy. only water guy. We've had multiple <laughs> water. We've had water people at least four times. Yeah. Aaron, yeah. Aaron Falzone last week without missing a beat. He oh, said water. Water. <laughs> water. He was like, water stays undefeated. I'm like, you know what? Yeah, that, he's right. Got, it does got stay undefeated. There. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. So either either a water, or we'll, we'll class it up with a San Pellegrino here. Yeah. yeah. Keeping it classy. And then uh, dessert to finish it off. Ah. Uh, a heavenly slice of Junior's cheesecake from New York City. Oh my God! <laughs> speaking of oh my speaking God. of stays undefeated, I continue to say undefeated. With <laughs> oh my God! This is the fourth guest in a row who said cheesecake. I'm gonna literally. You can't go wrong. I'll say oh something different. No, 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 don't. It's no. okay. Because you're right. Because you're, oh cor- you're correct. Like you're you're. You can't beat cheesecake. No, man. you can't. Yes, you can. No, yes, you can. <laughs> you absolutely can. You absolutely can. Matt, what was yours? Is yours like it's like a dude? If you have a, a skillet, s- or something? if you have a skillet cookie with vanilla oh ice cream, God, I didn't even think of that. If From you like Applebee's or something like cheese? okay, I was, I, was, I, was thinking, I was thinking maybe I I don't know some like a homemade one or something, man. Like no, that's that's a good show. I feel like I don't know. I feel like just cheesecake. Yeah, it's good, but like I need something. That is um next level. M- yeah, more gooey, I guess. Like yeah. I-, I like chocolate chips and chocolate over I don't know, over a cheesecake. Mm-hmm. But Junior's oh. but Junior's has that like layer of cake as well that yeah. is really, really good. Like yeah. I-, I get it. Is it th- you're yeah. just are you just getting the straight up like New York New York style? Yeah, I like strawberry cheesecake oh, as well. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Is that now is that strawberry mixed in with the cheesecake or just like no, on top? Salt bed on top. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. That's I'm I'm completely on board with that. Uh well well Jared, thank you so much for for taking the time today. Huge game coming up on Thursday. Make sure either come out to the Quinnipiac Soccer Stadium and watch it yourself or you can watch on ESPN plus. Uh good luck, man. Thank you. I appreciate it. Good luck, Jared. Thank you. Yeah. Thanks a lot.
One o'clock. Be there. That's right. Thanks so much to Jared Mazzola for joining us here on episode number 41 of the Quinnipiac Athletics podcast. And good luck to that men's soccer program getting underway against Iona in the MAC semifinals. That's going to do it for us. Thank you so much for listening. Go online to gobobcats.com. That is the official Quinnipiac Athletics website. You can get everything you may need from Bobcat Nation on that same very website, gobobcats.com. And make sure that you check out the YouTube video that we did with Jared. It is the video podcast, so you can see all of the laughs and all of the facial expressions we had with every answer. And make sure you follow the soccer team on Twitter, at QU underscore M-S-O-C. And make sure you follow the athletics account, at QU Athletics. That's on both Twitter and Instagram for that account, so make sure you follow all of those. And lastly, make sure you hit us with a subscription and review the podcast. Rate and review us. We want to know how we're doing, what we can do better on this podcast. We're always trying to grow. And while we're growing with the podcast, we can also grow individually. So Matt McAuliffe, where can we follow you? At Matt McAuliffe 7. Help my brand grow. And I'm at Dan Ball, B-A-H-L. Thank you so much for listening, everybody. We will see you next week for another episode. Bye-bye. theme song of the Quinnipiac Athletics Podcast is Wire and Flashing Lights by Professor Click. (laughs) 